Do you feel overlooked and invisible because you're an older woman? Have you had those age jump days when you look in the mirror and swear that you're looking at your mother? Do you feel the clock ticking and wonder whether you have enough time to check off all the items on your bucket list? Hello, I'm Jane Leader, and I'm the host of Older Women and Friends, a podcast about and for older women that kicks stereotypes to the curb. We older women are the keepers of stories, and guests on Older Women and Friends share their stories about love, loss, dreams, friendships, But let's not kid ourselves. Aging can be a messy, complex affair. But older women have been around the block a few times and learned a thing or two. And this podcast celebrates their lessons. In many cultures, older women are revered as the keepers of stories. They're wise women whose advice is sought and shared, but not so much in our world. But we can change that and put older women back where they belong at the top of the food chain. So put in your earbuds and join me on Older Women and Friends. Jeannie Ralston is the co-founder and editor-in-chief of Next Tribe, a digital lifestyle magazine that she and her partner launched in 2017. With over 50,000 readers a month, most between the ages of 55 and 70, Next Tribe provides a space where women can share everything from virtual author talks to travel. Yep, you heard me, travel. Next Tribe organizes and leads women-only trips to places like Paris and the Scottish Isles. I know Jeannie's itching to talk about the bonds formed during these (laughs) trips, so without further babbling, I'd like to welcome Jeannie Ralston and two fellow travelers, Lucy Frost from San Antonio and Christine Foley from Chicago. Hello, all you vagabonds. Hi, it's great to be here. Thanks, Jane. Oh, you're welcome. So, Jeannie, before we discuss travel, I want to know... What motivated you to start Next Tribe? Well, my, my youngest son had just left for college, and I've always been a, a magazine writer. I've always written for, you know, the women's magazines and a lot of travel magazines, the New York Times, National Geographic. So I was trying to figure out what I was going to do next. And I went online, and I looked at, you know, what was out there for women our age, you know, who are kind of like, you know, kids are grown, but we still have so much left. I mean, I was just felt feeling like I was at the peak of my career. I'd learned so much over the years, and I still love to have a good time with my friends. And we always we'd laugh, we'd maybe drink too much, we'd st- just do a lot of fun things. So I didn't like the picture of out there of women at this age that we were, you know, somehow out to pasture or less than or anything like that. I felt like at the top of my game. So I created Next Tribe as a magazine first for women who felt similarly, who felt like they wanted to, as as our tagline became, age boldly. And it got a lot of traction. I think there's a lot of us out there who feel like what the portrayal of women at this age is just so out of touch with reality. And we have fun. And I wanted a magazine to reflect that. And then that became, it grew into other things like events and travel. 
you talked about your tagline being women aging boldly, and I love that because usually we hear women aging gracefully, whatever the heck that means. So do you feel the same way about that tagline? Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me, or what it does mean to me is like women who who know that their time is done and they shuffle off stage. Be graceful, go off stage quietly. <laughs> I don't want to be quiet. I'm not quiet in this age. I'm I'm just, and I don't think any of my friends here with me feel that same way. I feel like it's it's time to be loud and proud of what what we've accomplished in life, and excited about what's ahead. Well, spoiler alert. I'm 77, and I still have a lot of energy, and I still like to party, and I am no way over the hill. No way, no how. That's great. I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So, Jeannie, what have you personally gained from this adventures of yours? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I started Next Tribe because I was passionate about writing, and I wanted you know, a lot, I know a lot of writers and from my years in the business, and I thought it'd be great for them to be able to express all these things that, that don't get publicized, you know, you know, about the challenges and triumphs of this age. And that I did that, but it became clear to me as the longer I went on is my passion changed from great writing to great friendships and connections. So I am passionate about women at this age, making connections, feeling heard and understood and relevant. And I feel like we, that really happens when we get women who are similarly motivated in the same room and not even on the, just on the same room, which we do through events, but on, you know, on trips together, that's kind of how the trips develop. So I have made so many new friendships, so many great connections Lucy Frost being one, Christine Foley, I met first through our sons in college, but then we've had the chance to really bond. We did that. We hiked the Inca Trail together last fall with 10 other women. And Lucy has been on a lot of friends. I consider her one of, one of my favorite people in the world. So for all the time we got to spend together on these trips. So this is a way the bonding that goes on in, on these trips is just phenomenal. I mean, bonding, we can do it in small groups when we do events, but but extended time exploring new places together or facing a challenge is where really we get, it gets intense. And that's what I feel like I've gained is so many new friendships and deep appreciation for women at this, this age. So let's talk to Lucy. Why did you decide to go on a group trip with women only? You know, I have never been a group trip person, so I was reluctant. But when I ran across Next Tribe, I had just gotten out of a very long marriage, and all of my friends were married, and I wasn't comfortable traveling by myself, but I wasn't willing to give up travel. And so I went on a Next Tribe trip to San Miguel in Mexico, and just had the best time on any trip I've ever taken. And then now I'm a junkie. <laughs> just keep going on the next tribe trips. <laughs> so I should tell you that my husband and I spend two months every year in San Miguel. Wonderful. Oh. So I know the town well. 
and I know exactly why you had a wonderful time. So you said your experience was one that you treasure. What was special about it? Did you split off into twosomes or threesomes? How did that work? um, So as a group, the groups are small. So that makes it easy for us all to be together. Although there's never with the next tribe tripper requirement that you all stay together. So sometimes people would peel off because there would be something they wanted to do. But for me, what was special about it is that I guess it just felt like summer camp or something that (laughs) we're going with people who are about our same age, who seem to be like-minded, who are adventuresome and just really cool women. And and it's not often that we get to make all these extra friendships. And and so that connection's what's been most important for me. And the experts do say that as we age, friendships are crucial. And in fact, I've read that if we have eight to 10 really good friends, we're in good shape. Are you planning to go on another trip soon? I am. I'm actually going on two soon. I am going to the Paris trip and then jumping right after that over to a trip in Italy. So that's at the end of May through mid-June. Lucky, lucky you. And Christine, so (laughs) what were your reasons for going on a next tribe trip? You know, so I... Try to say that a few times. <laughs> well, so I I met Jeannie, right, because our sons were in college together. And so I was, you know, started following Next Tribe right from the beginning. And, you know, so that was just interesting watching it. I'm a banker by trade, so not really creative writer, et cetera. And, and then, you know, she started planning these trips, which sounded great, but she dropped a bucket list one into my inbox. And it was to hike the Inca Trail to Machu Picchu. And so that was something that was on my list to do. I got another friend to do it with me. And so that was my my first trip with Jeannie. Wow, that sounds incredible. What does that trip involve? How long are we talking? You know, so we spent a couple days acclimating in the town that everybody leaves from. And then it was three nights, four days of hiking and camping. But we, you know, we did it right, right? We had the cooks and the guides and really awesome guides. And there was 12 women. And you know what? That trip was going to be great anyway, right? Because it was a pretty strenuous, strenuous endeavor, right? And what when I was kind of thinking about this podcast, one of the things that I thought made that trip really interesting is the fact that since it was a strenuous trip and and it wasn't glamorous, right? You're out camping, hiking all day. And so it really leveled the playing field. Like it didn't matter how much money somebody had versus somebody else. It didn't matter who had the greatest clothes on because we were all pretty grimy after a couple days. And so you really kind of peeled us all back a little bit. Plus it Plus, it was strenuous. And so it was a great way to really bond quickly because we were literally were keeping each other going on this trip. I, I've done a lot of travel with women. I've been divorced for a long time. So like Lucy, I realized after that I needed to make more friends because they were all couples. But this trip just really peeled everybody back. And so the, the bonds and the friendships and just the information you shared and the stories you told each other we're just a, a level deeper, I think, than most circumstances. 
Was it helpful <laughs> not to have men around? <laughs> you know, we yes, because, you know, again, <laughs> it was a level playing field, right? You didn't have the men like, I've got to be first or, you know, I'm the strongest or whatever. We were just, it was kind of a one for all and all for one. And, you know, everybody had their moments of, of slowness or pain or uncertainty. But, you know, like a, a good group, nobody had them at the same time. So, you know, we were able to cheer, cheer each other on. We had somebody in the group that probably Lucy traveled with too, who's very chatty. But let me tell you, when you're just trying to put one foot in front of the other, sometimes letting someone just tell you stories was a great way to just keep moving. So everybody had their moments of telling their stories and sharing their stories, you know, and, and because today you might be slower, so you might be with these three people, but later in the afternoon, you might be with a different couple people. So it was really... You really got to know everybody very well, I would say. How long ago was that trip? It was last October. So luckily at a good time, right before things got a little bit serious there. And I want to add that men being on the trip and on the Inca Trail, and I think it changes the dynamics. And it's not to have men on, especially on the Inca Trail, because I did the Inca Trail 13 years earlier with my then husband. And I, I felt such pressure to be, go fast and keep up. And it was harder for me. So 13 years later, I'm 13 years older, and I'm on the Inca Trail with a great support group, and we all worked together, and it was so much easier for me to do, even though I was older. So I think that's one thing. And one reason I, I just limit it to, to women is because of these bonds. I mean, it's, it's important, like you say, to have friendships and to build friendships. And it's so, we're so much more open, I think, when it's just us women. We've all been through similar things, whether, I mean, maybe not everyone's been divorced, but we've had struggles in our marriages and, and, and things like that. So we can, whether we have kids or not, we, we've been through a lot of life's circumstances together. And I think that's the kind of things we share. And it's so refreshing to find women who can discuss these things and relate and not be judgmental. We aren't. It's not a judgmental group. I've never had a group that's, we've done, I don't know how many trips, but every group is, is a little different because of the personalities. But what's the same is this quick bonding. It's almost like astonishing. I, I took a group last year to San Miguel, and there was a woman among us who is a psychoanalyst who <laughs> studies groups. And she came to me, and she goes, what do you do? I've never seen a group come together like this. And I'm like, I don't know. But I think it's a couple of things. I think it's the fact that it's all women and we try to, I just try to say our, our intention is to ha have fun. We don't, we don't do any like silly little games to get people introduced. They just come together on their, on their own. And I also think that if you, if you read Next Tribe and you respond to the articles and this age boldly idea, you are like-minded. So when you come together, there's no like first date kind of hesitation. People just go right in and talk and chat. They just there's assumptions and that are valid that you understand. And and I think that's that's really important. And one thing I'm just going to say is that what I find fascinating is at the end of every trip, we always have a text group for the for the trip so that we can communicate. But these text groups live on and on after the trip. Like our Inca Trail text group. Is just, we still share pictures and talk and people unite and go on other little side trips with the Paris trip that Lucy went on, just went on. That 
that text group is strong. And, you know, there's one woman who lives in Florida who came through Texas. We've gathered twice. She's come through Texas and each time we've gathered with her. So it's there's reunions when we can get together. And so I think these are they're not just one offs. They're really building towards a greater variety of friendships, extending the friendship network, which we all know, as you said, is very important at this age. And I think it's it's kind of hard for women at this age to make new friends. And so this this seems to I didn't start this travel with that intention, but it's it is one of the beautiful side benefits because it doesn't even feel like there's you know, I'm older, I'm like five years older than them, but I don't feel that at all. And even the women who come who are late sixties or seventies or something, there's this young spirit. And I think that that's key. I mean, there's just an easiness and a, and a vitality in spirit. And I think that's what really bonds us all. It sounds fabulous. I'm ready to sign up. Where are you going next? Well, we have a, the Paris trip, I think as of today is just filled up, but the Italy trip sold out a long time ago. We're going to have a, a, for people who want to start closer to home, we do have domestic trips and we're doing a retreat in Colorado in August. And I'm just putting the finishing touches on a Santa Fe trip. We are going back to the Inca Trail. So we do have some spaces for that. And it is doable. Christine, would you say it's doable? It's not like we shouldn't be intimidated by our age that, it, that we right. can't do it. So I will definitely say that, right? And that was that group spirit. And everybody in our trip made it, you know. So, I mean, that I think that's indicative there. And, and an interesting fact is most of the other groups that we saw on the Inca Trail were women. Wow. It was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Really. And it was that it's so true. I mean, we couldn't believe it. And so I don't know. I think that I've found that women at this age especially are eager for adventure and travel. And maybe it's because... We've had to care for, you know, children or aging parents or, you know, we, we just haven't had the real time to devote to ourselves before. So I find that there's a lot of desire for travel in this, in this age group with women who are married and, and those who aren't. But even women who are married are like they're, either their husbands don't want to travel anymore or they don't travel in the same way. They don't have the same appetite for, you know, exploring that the man might not have the same appetite as, as the woman. So we see a lot of opportunities. We're going to offer more trips. I think this is so fulfilling for me to take people to places, but also, as I said, to see those bonds form. It's like my favorite thing about each trip is just seeing these women come together and become friends. Sisterhood is powerful. So how can listeners find out about upcoming trips and about Next Tribe? Well, nexttribe.com, N-E-X-T-T-R-I-B-E.com. When you get on, you'll see all the articles. So when you, that's the first thing. You see articles that are relevant to women our age, and you can become a member. It's, a membership just gives you discounts on trips and events and more access. Like when we do a, we're doing a short story contest. So the, the women who are members, we read their submissions first. We have workshops that women who are members get special access to. So become a member. And, you know, as we grow, we'll, we have an in-person community in Austin and in New York. And so we're trying to build it to other cities in the country. So, but we just need, a, a you know, a critical mass in each of these cities before we start a group where we have a coordinator 
planning activities in the city? Well, as a subscriber, I can attest to the fact that the articles are interesting, extremely well-written, creative, imaginative, and there is a lot to do. This is not a paid announcement, but I'm just, you know, adding that, that information. Jeannie and Christine and Lucy, thank you so much, and I'm grateful to all three of you. Well, thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure. Happy to be here. Thanks, Jane. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Older Women and Friends. And speaking of friends, please tell yours. And if you're interested in reaching me with comments or suggestions, you can do that by emailing me at olderwomenandfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can check out my blog at 70andme.com, and that's 70, the letter N, me, 70andme.com. Until next time.